Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. And I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea, fly. Like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I wanna fly. Oh yeah, fly right into the future. You know it's the anniversary of Space Jam, right? What anniversary? I don't know, man. I'd just be seeing shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that information. <laughs> Hold on. Space Jam came out, I'll tell you, in just a second. Um, November 15th, which is in a couple days. I meant year. 1996. Oh. How did you not know that? That's sorry. I know that off the top, son. So what's that? 96, 2006, 16, 20, 23 years? Yeah. That's not an anniversary. No, 23 no. is just a random I mean, year. Every year's an anniversary. But. Yeah, but that's not like a significant one that no. people give a shit about. That's why I was asking why yeah. you brought it up. Two more years. Yeah. The 25th anniversary, and then they'll like re-release it on 8K, Blu-ray. Blu-rays. Yeah. And I th- probably Space Jam 2 will be out by then. Maybe. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need that shit. No. Sell in China, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Yeah, he's trying to just act like it didn't happen. Did trying to s- just act like we... Did, did you just say he's China? He's trying to just act like it didn't happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we're very excited, okay? Not only because... We're very close to episode 250. Ooh. Yeah. A couple more weeks, buddy. Ooh. So you better put your nice panties on for it's that. It's going to be special. Special. But also because we f- we have, for your viewing, yeah. listening, not viewing, listening, <laughs> <laughs> your listening and tasting pleasure, because if you're in the local area, you can do as we do. Uh, this episode, I, I, I'm so excited to 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 use this phrasing, mm-hmm. this episode is brought to you by Ooh. the Hourglass Brewing Company. Mm. They were gracious enough to bless us with what is going to be their flagship beer. It is the Two Million Bees and Some Hops. Mm. It's a double IPA clocking in at seven point six ABV. Side note, very interesting, the two million bees part of the title of the beer is actually because apparently it takes two million bees to get the honey content that is in this beer. Mm. So it's a lot of bees. Yes. Very exciting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Hourglass was very kind in breaking us off a piece. Sponsoring this episode of the podcast, uh, they have two locations in the local uh, Central Florida area, one in Longwood and one on Curry Ford in the Hourglass District. Very good breweries. We appreciate uh, Troy uh, for helping us out with this, um, and we're just really excited about a burgeoning 
That's the word, right? Burgeoning? That's a good one. Bur- bu- bourgeoisie? 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 Bourgeoisie. <laughs> Relationship with this brewery. Um, really good local place. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting stuff. So we get to crack this bitch open and taste it for the first time. I actually had an opportunity to drink it at the brewery. And you know what? I said, no. I said, no. I'm going to wait. Don't lie to me. No, I swear to God. Okay. I swear to God I haven't had this yet. All right. If not, the bees are going to come for you. <laughs> not the bees. Not the bees. The bees. So uh, without further ado, let's crack this motherfucker open and have a good time. Do it. This is the One Beer In Podcast. Oh, yeah. Wu-Tang Killer Bees, they on a swarm. Oh, I poured that kind of hard. <laughs> Off to a good start already. Yeah. Wu-Tang Killer Bees, they on a swarm. That's good, right? I'll hold on to that one. If you're 12. <laughs> very heady pour for everyone else in the world who didn't watch Marco just do that. Very heady. See? Yeah, that's the one. Look at that. Oh. Beautiful. Beautiful. So yes, like I said, very very exciting stuff. Um, should we should we shout out? Oh yeah, shout out to Caitlin. Caitlin, my old coworker, uh, brought us this opportunity and uh, he's a good friend of the show. So shout out to Caitlin, shout out to Troy, good yeah. people out there. Yes, and shout uh, out of course to Hourglass Brewing as we were saying. Yes, if if you're if you're in the area and you haven't checked out Hourglass, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's uh, a really cool brewery. Um, they have forty taps. Yeah, they're 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 constantly rotating. They're constantly experimenting. Mm-hmm. They're constantly coming up with new shit. They're constantly uh, trying to bring in the local scene and trying to incorporate anything local that they can. They're trying to basically ingratiate themselves in the local community, mm-hmm. and you everybody should really check out the space. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Drink local, uh, bro. That's right. Clink it up. Ready? Cheers. Mmm. I taste the beads. That's actually pretty good. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> so, like I said, this is the one beer in podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What up, Brewskies? This is episode 240. We're really happy that you guys decided to join us on this beautiful evening or whenever you're listening to the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate all the likes, shares, subscribes, ratings, all that jazz. Please continue to do so. It only helps. Uh, we love you. Mm. So thank you. Indeed. There you go. I'm really, really excited. About what? 
just about just, life, man. Life. <laughs> I'm alive, <laughs> drinking beer. I like the juxtaposition between this week and like a month ago where you're like, I don't know, man. It comes in waves, man. It's cold out here. I guess that's what, uh, I guess that's a uh, clinical depression. Um, yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> it's not that, it's not that bad. Okay. You know, it just comes in waves. I'm in a good mood. Let's just good, put it that way. Good. A lot of things have put me in a good mood so far, mm-hmm. you know? Feel good. Good. Feel good. good. How you feel? You are going out of town. Yeah. Yeah, I am. You're going to fucking Vegas. Vegas, baby. Have you ever been to Vegas? I have not been to Vegas. Not Never even been once. to Vegas in your life. Not even once. And you're going for some work shit, work. but you're still go- <laughs> but you're still going. I am still going. And you'll be there for how long? Uh, let's see. I'll be getting there Wednesday night, and I'll be leaving early Sunday morning. Yeah. So, what was that, five days? It's long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be working out there, but, you know, I'll, I'll be able to sneak away for a bit, hopefully, have a little bit of fun. Now, do you have a plan to take in, like, the off-beaten path kind of Vegas stuff? No, okay, I guess the first question is, are you going to be, like, on are, are the strip? You, are you asking if I'm going to get a hooker? What are, you, what are you doing here? I mean, you know, we've talked about that. I know about the hookers and the blow. Okay. I know that we're, you know. We don't have to go into details. Okay. I know. Is that the... <laughs> I know I'm not going to make that joke. Uh, make the joke. That would be the, the... Do it. You've already set it up. That'd be the beaten path. Yeah. Like like beaten meat, not like not like beaten people. I just want to <laughs> clarify this isn't a, a violence joke. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, um, it's a lonely joke. That's what it is. It's a lonely joke, yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, I I really want to go to Old Vegas. That's where I hear is like the really cool stuff. You know, what a fucking hipster. You get off, you get off the the beaten path, as you get say, and the, the meat beaten path, the strip, <laughs> and uh, go to the old strip. You know, yeah, and because uh, that's that's really where the stuff went down back in the day. Yeah, that's kind of I I really wish more than anything I, I'd have time to go out to the desert for a while. You know, like just go out into the the wild and I've never been to a desert before. I've always wanted to. Yeah. So I wish I had time for that, but I know I'm not going to, but yeah, uh, regardless, I, I just want to check it out. I'm not a gambler. I don't like, I like wasting my money in more productive ways. <laughs> right. You know? That is something that me and you have in common. Um, I'm not a big gambler. I don't, I just don't think I don't it's, like it. I'm not a fan. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it just feels like an extra waste of money when I'm so good at wasting it already on, yeah. on things that I know I'm going to get. Right. But, you know, all that being said, it's going to be fun to be in the uh, in that environment. It's been something I've always wanted to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just exciting that I'm able to, to do it for work and I guess get a preview of it mm-hmm. so I can... Get a little taste and see if I want to go back for funsies. Get a little taste to taste. Get a little taste. Get a little taste. Just a little taste. Just a little taste. Yeah. So I'll definitely report back with my uh, adventures. So do you have like a plan set? Like things that you want? I mean, Old Vegas, yes. I'd love to do Old Vegas. I don't know if I'll have time. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got to do a little gambling. Even if you don't like to gamble, you got to do a little. You're in Vegas. Yeah. Maybe blackjack. Something. Play some slots. Yeah. You You know what? Should talk to fucking Max. Really? Yeah. Mm. He's a fucking blackjack animal. Yeah. He goes out to the fucking casinos and cleans up. Yeah, he strikes me as the kind of guy that could. Yeah. Just goes out there in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Just takes 
takes everybody's wallet. It's just a, a velvet uh, dinner jacket. A velvet god. Yeah. Goes out. That's, wearing, I feel we're, like, wearing slippers with no socks. Oh, god, I feel like, now that you mention I feel like he'd thrive in Vegas. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, he'd crush. He'd crush out there. Yeah. Crush. It's his like, natural environment. Yeah, that's where he belongs. He needs to be in a city like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... Yeah. Me? Not so much. No, no. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, no. I uh, I don't know. I, I do definitely want to go to a uh, uh, few casinos, check them out, just to see the environment. Yeah. Gamble a little bit, sure. Uh, you know, I just want to I want to go to like to some really cool like old school like grungy, brothels. Yeah, no. Grungy Sorry. brothels. Grungy brothels. <laughs> it's my favorite punk band. <laughs> uh, I want to go to some old grungy like used to be really fancy cool smoke infused like lounges you know like yeah. i, I want to go to like a legit old lounge and just hang out have a have a cocktail and just chill for a couple hours you know yeah i want that's all i want from this trip uh, if i have a minute to escape from work that's what i want to do i just yeah. want to go out off the beaten path keep saying that and i can't stop <laughs> um and just yeah, yeah get a little bit of uh just just soak in the vibe a little bit of vegas that's, what, that's really what i want yeah just to be able to do that i'm gonna be mostly by myself so you know I'll just, mm. but um yeah no I'm, I'm gonna do a little bit of research and see what uh maybe what some hidden gems are yeah in the area maybe just off the strip or there's got to be like there's got to be some places to get like good food not like touristy food, but yeah. like good food. Yeah, I uh, I'm curious about that because I know a lot of people stay on the strip, and that's basically like if you're a local, I drive. It's yeah. like you know, you know, commoditized Applebee's and Chili's yeah. and anything we can fry, we will. Right. Uh, I just don't want that. Basically, open up a phone book and just pick a franchise. That's what mm-hmm. I drive is. Right, so that, that's why I've heard of the strip too. It's like just basically that, and like here's an emeralds, and here's uh, you know like a, a few other major chefs have have opened up shop out there just because it's such a popular place. Yeah, but it's all like I don't know. It just feels inauthentic. I want a place that's homegrown. Like this is where the locals go. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm a saying. Hipster. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. If I just, you live in Vegas, you're not going to eat at emeralds every day. No. Or every week? No. So, yeah. You can go see uh, Britney Spears. She has a residency. (sighs) Well, now that you mention it. Yeah. It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, funny enough, I wouldn't mind. That'd be a fucking... (laughs) I I think that would be a fun fucking show to go to. not? Yeah. You know? Why not? It would depend on how much it costs. I'm not going to spend an arm and a leg to see Britney Spears. How much would you spend to see Britney how Spears? How much would I spend to see Britney Spears? That's a good question. I spend like forty bucks to see Britney Spears. Okay. I'd I'd probably I'd spring for like sixty. Spend sixty on Britney. Maybe. Maybe. It would de- it would depend on where my seats were. Mm-hmm. And No, it would just depend on how close I was. Like mm-hmm. it seems like it would be a fun fucking show. Yeah. You know tickets have to start at like a hundred dollars though. You think? Yeah. For residency? For sure. Yeah, Vegas is probably super expensive, no yeah. matter like what day of the week, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on 24-7, basically. It's a yeah. city. It is a city that never sleeps. I heard a, <laughs> I heard a, um, 
like her handlers are like they're just they're just putting her out there and just fucking dance monkey dance Ugh. you know yeah it's fucked up i don't know there's there's people who are like uh there was like um her fans were like protesting they were like free britney i guess there was something she a fucking whale well <laughs> so i guess um when she like lost her shit uh, mm-hmm. a couple years ago yeah that um, are we talking about most recently not like the freak out and no 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 the freak out oh when she like shaved her head and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 the infamous right. uh britney freak out <coughs> i guess after that um i think either her dad or her manager um became her um uh what do you call it a uh, uh, power of attorney okay and they basically like just own her they just run her life basically mm-hmm. I could be just way <laughs> off base on this. All this up. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Let's yeah, okay. that's a good yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly this is the situation. And they were protesting to like get her her rights back, basically. Yeah. That yeah. she's like a grown woman. Yeah. And it's been years since her freak out and she's been How old is Britney nowadays? Like I l- mean, late thirties, early forties? Let's guess. What do you think? I think thirty eight. Thirty eight? Yeah. I'm gonna say Damn, 38's a good guess. <laughs> I'm going to say 40 on the dot. Okay. Let's just ask Siri. Hey, Siri. How old is Britney Spears? Britney Spears is 37 years old. Ooh, nice. So close. Nice. Yeah. I think you're, you're closer to the pin. Damn, they gave her weight and her height? That's fucked up. She's not a fighter. <laughs> Don't give a shit how much she weighs. Two stone. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's that's anyway. That's that's what I heard. Yeah, you know, word the, on the street. Word on the street is uh, she has no control over her own life. That's sad. Very sad. Yeah, but uh, also, you know, she has a residency in Vegas, and you can see her fucking trot out there. And I'm toxic. I'm <laughs> slipping under. Just picturing a puppet. <laughs> I just picture her like super sad. <laughs> <sighs> turn the song into like a fucking um like a fucking uh um shit i'm spacing on his name <laughs> okay uh the 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 um he's an actor white dudes making music for hundreds of years john voight not john voight making music <laughs> dude um i really like him on just spacing on his name john I, cougar Mellencamp. i have a bunch of his albums no dude not john he, cougar he, Mellencamp. Tom uh, Waits. Oh, okay. Tom Waits. That I just I'm gonna imagine, go Justin Timberlake next. I just I do have a bunch of Justin Timberlake <laughs> albums. <laughs> I have every one except for uh, the first one, Justified. Uh-huh. You don't need that one. That has a uh, Crimey River on it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song, but the album is yeah. like too he, close to the in sync material. Yeah, yeah. He had to branch out, become his own yeah. man. But a lot of it is like because uh, it's and find Timberland. Crimey River's on there, and so is um. Uh, fucking uh, that fucking song. You don't need it. That song was written for uh, yeah, that song. That song was written for uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, rock your body. That's yeah. That song was written for Mike, and uh, he turned it down. 
because it was fucking i mean it's 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 like any it's it was basically it was a it, it's written by pharrell yeah yeah he's hell. yeah obviously right definitely produced by neptunes and uh they they shopped it to him and he was like i mean it just i've done that before right? yeah i've done that song yeah and then justin timberlake does it i like, got it yeah <laughs> and people act like you've never heard that fucking song before yeah yeah well whatever anyway where were we? <laughs> yeah, just uh, Britney Spears. It's residency. pretty bitch. Yeah, no, but there's a ton of uh, other like really dope artists that have residencies out there. Yeah, you could see Penn and Teller. Are they, they have a residency out there. Do they? They did. Oh, I don't know if they still if have. If they one. still do, I definitely like to do that. that. Would be dope as fuck. Yeah. I know a bunch of those fucking um, magicians are yeah. all over Vegas. They're all, yeah, they're always out there. Right. You could just go to the old chapel. Yeah. Just to see it, yeah. <laughs> just to see what an old chapel looks like. What if Vegas. I see uh, Chris Angel Mind Freak? Yeah. What if he's just, he's just walking, just walking on the sky? Yeah, on the sky. Yeah. I hate that fucking. Have thing. you seen this? <laughs> I couldn't believe how much how much people ate that shit up. I uh, I have a Vizio TV for people who are wondering, and that comes with a free subscription to uh, a TV service called Pluto TV. Yeah, it's it's essentially basic cable, but not really because it's all just like streaming on the internet, right? So it, it's essentially a playlist on YouTube, but made into a TV uh, channel. Yeah. Okay. So they have one that was all Chris Angel Mind Freak, <laughs> twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and I started watching it. And the theme song alone just makes me cackle every time. <laughs> I am a mind freak. Mind freak. <laughs> and he takes himself so seriously. So seriously, man. So good. Oh, God. It's like, uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, the, the, the other big magician. David Blaine. David Blaine. But David Blaine at least knew to wink at the audience yeah. and be like, I know this is ridiculous, and yeah. so is my voice. Mm. Yeah, David Blaine got it. He smirked at his own ridiculousness. From yeah. time. You could tell. But Chris Angel, oh my God, oh, man. wearing the Von Dutch everything. <laughs> the Von Dutch everything. Oh, oh and so man. much jewelry, so what much up? bad jewelry. It was great. And yet still seemed like he was underdressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like t-shirts yeah. and, and vests and, and embroidered jeans a lot of Black leather enjoyed embroidered and embroidered embroidered jeans and and yet he seems so exposed yeah yeah no. strange strange just, times i mean just didn't it's really weird that there was a moment in time where like Magic pop was culture huge. yeah there was a magic thing and not yeah. it was after siegfried and roy and all that yeah, and it was after Penn and Teller, and it was after like ABC Family, David did the Copperfield. Fucking, yeah, it was after all that shit. Yeah. It it like had a comeback. Where it, was it was like, like alt magic. Yeah, right. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, strange. Like indie magic, where yeah. people were like, "No, it's cool again." It's like magic with an edge. And I was like, "Dude, it's not cool. It's yeah. still just magic." It's because they were like making it gory, or like giving the the risk of bodily danger. Yeah. Well, being, David Blaine was actually putting his life on the line right. for a lot of stuff that he was and doing. And being like really edgy about it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And like <sighs> the cool thing was, uh, ironically, seeing him fail. Yeah. Because it gave a level of realism to it. 
Right. It was like, he's actually like, I don't know, trying to breathe underwater or some crazy <laughs> shit he was trying to do. And you're like, no, you can't do that. And then he couldn't do it. And you're like, well, yeah, humans can't do that. And we he's like, know. well, I tried. Yeah. Have you fucking tried to breathe underwater, bitch? No. I thought not. Yeah. Coward. <laughs> I put my life on the line for you. Right. That's more of a, um, I don't know. That's more of a, a almost like a stunt thing than a yeah. magic thing. Well, yeah. That's, I think, um, I think David Blaine is more of, I think he his things are he's more stunts a, he's than they a, he's are. He's a performance more. artist. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff, like a lot of his illusions are not, they're, they're not, it's not magic. It's real. Like what he's doing is real. He's just he's just doing like the like the regurgitation trick. Yeah, that's a real With thing a that he does. Yeah, Swallow the fire fish breathing. That's a real thing. Yeah, um, the thing where he where he stabs the the pin through his hand mm-hmm. or through his arm or whatever and it doesn't bleed. That's it's a just, real thing. That's yeah. real. I I looked up how he does it. Does he just like find the exact spot that you can do that without no. hitting a vein? What he did was, I don't know if David Blaine did this. Uh-huh. I can't, obviously this, this, I can't. This is a method of doing this that. Is, thank you. Okay. Which is to basically get surgery oh. and it's a piercing that goes through. Uh, so you can't see it, but the magician knows, like like uh, I have my ear pierced uh-huh. and you can't see it from there, right. but I can put an earring through it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. That you makes put, sense. do it through your hand or through your arm, through your bicep or whatever, and he stabs it through where he knows it's going to go through. Yeah. Same shit. Hmm. So, fucked up. I didn't but. know you could do that anywhere but a place full of cartilage. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I wonder if, and again, we're not experts here, but I wonder. I wonder if it would like he'd have to do it like around the time he's going to perform the trick. Otherwise it would heal. heal. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You would think, right? Well, you know, I would think if you got your hand pierced or something uh, that would bleed and it would cause a scab and you'd be able to see that scab and you probably open that scab again when you pierce it again. Yeah. Cause your body's basically instantly healing once you have it covered up. Yeah. So I don't, I still don't really know how that would work. Unless there's like a very specific place, like a pin needle sized area that you can stick in your hand without it or if you gushing or blood. If you if you pierce it, and obviously it is gonna bleed, yeah. but then after a while it's gonna stop. Yeah. And then it heals around it and then you remove oh. it. Ugh. I know, right? Sounds like taking out a catheter. Yeah. Fuck Ugh. 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 And just and you're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I am the mind freak. <laughs> you know what I, what set him apart other than him not being a fucking douchebag was he had that one show where he uh where he did a bunch of um tricks for celebrities and shit. Did you yeah. ever see that show? Yep. That show was dope. Didn't they bring that back like 5 years ago or something like that? Yeah, I think it was pretty recent. He yeah, had, like Harrison Ford yeah. and like uh Kanye and like Oh, had to be more recent than that then. Probably like 3 years ago. Oh, I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen. I no, yeah, you're right because he was on a Fallon yeah um, advertising for it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. 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 So yeah, I'll let you know if I find David Blaine or. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun if you would just walk in the strip and like David Blaine just walked up yeah. and was like, "Hey, you want to see some cards? <laughs> you want to see some cards?" <laughs> <laughs> he just takes them out and throws them on the floor. <laughs> There's your cards. You want to see some cards? 
<laughs> just 52 pickup. <laughs> I start crying. <laughs> I loved you, man. Get, get your fucking card. Get your, fucking, get your life together. He just walks away from you. Yep. Um, no, nah, but that's exciting. So Thank can't you. wait. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're coming back Sunday. So I'll yeah, be we'll be Sunday. able to, we, we won't miss, we won't miss a week. No, no. It'll be good. I demanded I'd be back in time to be on the show. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll report back. All right. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Uh, there's been a lot of developments in the entertainment world yeah, man. and the world at large. Where do we even start? Mm. I think a good place to start is uh, the internet's nerd rage okay. and the power of nerd rage. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're going to do this, we were even talking for so long. We got to go fast. Uh, you, you see? We, beautiful. I mean, what we, a segue. We got to go what fast. What a segue. You're a, you. Mm. So <clears throat> today or, yeah, no, it's today. Today was yep. the debut of the new and improved Sonic the Hedgehog redesign. So if you guys remember, uh, a couple months back, I'd say maybe like six or seven months ago, they debuted the Sonic trailer, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer starring uh, James Marsden, Jim Carrey, and Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. And... The design of Sonic, you could say, left a little to be desired. (laughs) You could say. Yeah. You could also say it was one of the most panned things (laughs) ever. (laughs) On the internet. That's Uh, saying a lot. Yeah. And panned so much so that the... uh, studio was like yeah we can't um we can't put this movie out <laughs> we we can't do it so they went back and they actually delayed the film to redesign the main character of the movie so i mean if you guys really 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 don't know sonic the hedgehog one of the greatest video games ever made the flagship title of the sega genesis um, very popular title. Uh, in recent years, they've been putting out dog shit games to the point that like Sega is just a game developer. They don't even give a shit about consoles anymore. Oh, they been, just like that's been for the past like twenty years. Yeah. Um, and 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 this this movie just like kind of came out of nowhere. No one was like, I can't wait for them <clears throat> to make a Sonic the Hedgehog live action film. There was a recent Sonic kind of. Uh, I was going to say uprising. That's not the right word. <laughs> um, there, there, there's been a surge in Sonic fans. Like, res- like a resurgence. A resurgence, yes. Yeah. Uh, because they had a pretty good game that came out, actually. That was another 2D Sonic that harkened back to the origins. Um, that Sonic Mania. Yeah, that was the one, Sonic Mania. Yeah. That was really good. And uh, But it was basically just like the old school Sonic games that were... Kind of, yeah, yeah. Just remixed and then, uh, you know, had a few new... Um, a few new levels that were of of the same kin. Yeah, which is nice. A nice return to form. I don't think that is responsible for this. I think that what's responsible for this is them, and by them I mean the people who made this movie, realizing that we're all old enough to have kids. 
Yeah. That's really why. Yeah. So, and, you know, he's a blue cartoon character that yeah. runs real fast. So, you know, kids are going to dig it. Right. Well, and that's the whole thing, right? He's a blue cartoon character. And when they came out with this original design, we probably talked about it a lot on the show. We sure did. Yeah. He and was, He was blue. He was blue. You got to give him that. They made him blue. <laughs> Their insistence to make him more realistic, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means, yeah. is to this day just confusing, just just confounding, flabbergasting why they thought like, yeah, let's make him look like a little person in a blue Sonic suit. And not like a little person, but like, but like a, a small, child. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like a toddler. Not like a, not like a, you know, a midget. Sorry. How dare you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they, they actually listened to the internet. They went back. They delayed the film until February 2020. And they finally debuted the trailer. And I mean, I hate to say it, but. They did right by the old blue guy. Yeah. He looks incredible, man. Yep. I mean, it, 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 it looks right. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't look real. It doesn't look realistic. It well, looks like, it to me, it looks like a cartoon character in the real world. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I think that their idea was off base. I think their idea was... How can we inject Sonic into the real world? How can we get mm-hmm. him as close to realistic as possible while staying true to the character? Right. And that's why we got the original design. Right. It was a bad idea. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Because yeah. you're talking about a hedgehog. Now, st- stay with me on this right. one. It's a hedgehog i don't know if you've ever seen a hedgehog you have to use air quotes when saying that because yeah because it looks nothing like <laughs> yeah. an actual hedgehog right sonic looks nothing he's like a blue he stands upright yeah he wears gloves and tennis shoes mm-hmm. his green eyes oh yeah and he runs at the speed of sound <laughs> he's supersonic also he saying he has two eyes is generous yeah. He has one big He has one eye. giant eye. Yeah. <laughs> so their idea that, you know, let's let's try to get him into the real world. Let's try to make I, I just I I don't know um I don't know why they didn't go the Roger Rabbit route right. in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean I feel like that's what this is kind of hearkening back to. Yeah. Is like, okay, he's gonna look like a character out of place in this world. That's fine though. Yeah. Don't fight it. You're not going to make a Sonic character look like he belongs in the real world. Yeah. Don't make him try to look photorealistic. That's weird. It's weird. Well, not only that, but apparently we gather from this new trailer, <clears throat> that was the idea from the jump. It's mm-hmm. an interdimensional play. Yeah. He His world is in another dimension, and he comes to our world. Yeah. So from the jump, it's not as if he was running at the speed of sound in the Appalachian Mountains or something. Right, right. He's been in another dimension from the jump. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Somebody, so why, yeah. somebody had that idea and just stuck with it. I yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a thing like... It didn't happen um, organically as they were creating the story, I feel. No. It was just like, okay, we have this, so we're going to go with this design. Now let's figure out the story. Yeah. 
or vice versa. It, it clearly just wasn't working together. <clears throat> I feel like this is seeming to work better together. Yeah. Do I think it's going to work out? No. I no? think it's still going to be a terrible movie. Really? Yes. Did you did you see his redesign only, or did you actually watch the new trailer? I saw the trailer. The new trailer looks better, and I don't, I don't mean that just visually. Um, I think I think it looks like a better movie, but I still have close to zero hope that's going to be good. Yeah. Ah, shit. Bong bong. Who is it? It's it's uh it's Max actually. Oh. Speaking of. Hey man, I'm in Vegas. Hold on. Hey. Yo. Hey, we're recording the show right now. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> what are you doing later? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to be hanging out later. Okay. Uh, I'm in town. I just got it. Oh, well, where are you at? I am in uh, Denver right now. But I'm about to go. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'll be here. Huh? We're literally, I'm, you're on the show right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll hit you up when we're done. All right. Maxim the plug, everybody. Maxim the plug. Uh yeah, so you watched it. Yeah, I I I don't think it's gonna be a good movie. Really? I just really don't. I really, really don't. It looks like, you know, it looks like Jim Carrey's having fun, which is nice. <laughs> but Yeah, it's nice to see him have fun. The the entire thing is just like it just looks like it's gonna be a train wreck. It yeah. looks like it's gonna be just awful, like dog shit. Yeah. Another bad video game movie. What's weird is like the first trailer with the bad design had a totally different tone to it. It did. It did. It seemed more of like a fish out of water story. Yeah. Uh, meow. Uh, meow. And like the the you know using um the Coolio song and like just everything <laughs> yeah. about it just seemed I don't know it just seemed really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Very different. Just didn't seem to work. Yeah. I know. I agree completely. And now with this one, I think I think tonally it's on point. Yeah, it seems to at least know what it is. I think at the end of the day, everybody who complained, you better go and see this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. By God, do you know how much money they had to have lost in this? A lot. Dude, if they if they turn around and don't at least break even yeah. on this man. I mean, then it'll show right there that it's not worth it to listen to the fans. Right. And and I think that that's what's really important about this is like this is an opportunity to show studios like okay you listen to us mm-hmm. we reward you yeah. for listening we'll show to up us. for you yeah I um I don't think the internet's altruistic enough to do that but no. at the same time I also think there's something weird going on with this I feel like this has high meme potential so yeah even if I mean Sanic it's Sanic it's Sanic gotta go fast um. That being said, the internet loves Sonic and loves memes. Yep. And I feel like even if this movie is terrible, it's gonna it's going to unless it is like irredeemably bad to the point where it's not even fun to watch, 
as long as it has fun moments or things at least funny enough to make fun of, it'll do okay. I think it's going to do okay. It's going to become like a cult thing and like become another uh, like Rocky Horror-esque uh, situation where people go there to, to watch it and to like enjoy the experience of watching it. Yeah. Because even the, even the preview did that. With Super a, disrespectful to Rocky Horror. I understand. I'm not saying quality level wise. I'm just saying you're going for the experience. Maybe the room is a better comparison, more apt comparison. Yeah, you don't want those theater nerds on you, bro. I listen. I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. <clears throat> not taking anything away from it, but it's an experience when you go to watch it. Yeah. So I feel like if there's enough of those um meow <laughs> moments that like it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to watch with your friends over and over again. A bunch of teenagers are gonna come out there. And and smoke the reefer, smoke the reefs, and watch that movie, and like find the funny moments that are like that don't work, but are so funny because they don't work. You yeah. know, yeah. I think it may it has the potential of being a so bad it's good movie and becoming like a cult classic. Yeah. However, I think it's just going to be bad. And I think it's going to be like a middling kind of bad where it's like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be sort of how like Detective Pikachu. I was going to say how Detective Pikachu was if they didn't have Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds elevates that movie and makes it enjoyable to watch. Yeah, beyond the Pokemon stuff, I think that this movie is going to be missing that. No offense to everybody involved with this movie, but there's still a chance. Yeah, I'm saying there's a chance that it can elevate itself. All right. Yeah. All right. But am I? Is it going to be good? Like on a traditional sense, I give it about a fifteen percent chance. <laughs> no, I don't know. I had, a, I had, a, I don't know. Call me gullible, but I had a good feeling about that second trailer. Mm-hmm. Just made it seem like they seemed to understand. It seemed like they did. Not only did they go back and redesign Sonic, but it seems like they kind of changed the tone of the movie a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was the tone the whole time. Maybe that trailer. Which was going to be done. the second trailer the whole time. Yeah. And they just needed to in, in, inject the redesign in it. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows the behind the scenes kind of <laughs> shit? You know? True. It's still just endlessly fascinating that a, a, a studio would delay their film to redesign a character because, because Twitter said so. Yeah. Strange. It. I feel a little bad about it, but at the same time, it's like... If it ends up being something that makes more money or ends up being something that's a an objectively better thing than good. Yeah. But it's just, you know, we've talked about this before. It's a dangerous precedence to set because there's something to an artist's integrity and like their vision. Yeah. Even if it's something you disagree with, we haven't even seen the finished product yet. Yeah. So, I mean, objectively, that Sonic model was awful. Dude, that's, Yeah terrible yeah it was terrible it was bad but at the same time you know if you're in for an inch you're in for a mile so you could say the same thing about really any kind of trailer that comes out the next star wars trailer comes out and people are like i don't like the way ray's acting in this she needs to act uh, uh, like this do uh, does jj abrams have to listen to that and go okay we got to do some reshoots now uh it's not it's not working out the way we thought it would well i think there's a certain level of sticking to um, uh, be or not sticking to, but being being true to Your the vision. established lore. Yeah, not. I mean, I I think that 
if you're somebody who's coming in after the fact that there are certain rules that you have to abide by. And I mm-hmm. think that the problem with the latest Star Wars, for instance, that you mm-hmm. brought it up, Star Wars. was the fact that Ryan Johnson, for all of his talent and ability, he didn't stick to the established lore. He tried to do something mm-hmm. interesting with it. And I personally appreciate that he tried to do something weird and different yep. and like out of the box with it. Mm-hmm. But also, he kind of broke the established rules of the universe to try to do something interesting yeah and i mean that's that's why a lot of people turned on it Mm -hmm. it just he broke too many rules that didn't need to be broken these weren't like um, there were were, there were two we've talked about this ad nauseum but there are too many too many pillars that people really held this movie to that we needed we needed these moments to happen. Yeah. And because Ryan Johnson was trying to make something original, which he'd accomplished something original, uh, we're left feeling cheated. Yeah. Of a lot of big, you know, specific, I'm, I'm thinking specifically Luke Skywalker moments. Yeah. Well, a lot of moments that, um, were being built up. This is the eighth movie in right. a series about, about one family. Mm hmm. And um, it, you feel kind of cheated, especially if you're a big Star Wars fan. You're like, God right. damn it, this is the eighth movie. This is where we're going to get some um, resolution. Yeah, some closure on these characters. <clears throat> uh, so I think I think that it's smarter to have Ryan Johnson be one of the guys who works on um, Star Wars stuff outside of yeah. the Skywalker, because that's yeah. what they're doing with uh, the other Star Wars movies. He's mm. gonna, he's back. I don't know if you knew that, but he's like back in the fold, really <clears throat> working on other Star Wars shit, mm-hmm. not not Skywalker, not Skywalker, stuff. but right. other shit. Yeah, which I think is a good choice. It's fine, yeah. Bring him back in to do something original, wholly original, right? Because Ryan Johnson is still a very talented writer-director. Yeah, you I don't want to let go of that talent. Apparently, his new movie, Knives Out, is really good. It's been yeah. getting great reviews. And we both like Brick. Yeah. Uh, we both liked uh, Looper. Looper. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a capable filmmaker. It's very just, capable. F- for for this, this specific outing on this specific giant ship of a franchise. Yeah. He just, you know, well, I, I think we both agreed and have continued to agree he wasn't the right fit for it. Right. But that's neither here nor there, my So friend. to kind of get back to Sonic and just, you know, franchises like that in general, there are certain rules that are set that either you're going to break them all and do something completely different or you're going to kind of abide by those rules and try to, like, inject your own flavor to it, right? And mm-hmm. I think that... What they did with the first trailer and the design of Sonic, just I think it just broke too many rules. You have this yeah. idea of what I mean, and that's I mean, you know, you can you can look at the the problem with doing anything based on uh, an original IP like that, especially a video game IP. Yeah, is there are so many rules established that people fall in love with, and not only that, but things that make sense in a video game but don't make sense in a narrative right or in a in a movie definitely you know like that's that's the thing everybody's been talking about how much they want to see a metal gear solid movie yeah how do you do that how do you make a metal gear solid movie that makes sense right 
The game doesn't make sense. No, it just it 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 feels right because you're playing it and you're in it and you you're you're spending hours with this lore and these characters and so you get to know them on a more intimate basis than we right. could ever get to know them in a two hour movie. Unless you're gonna make a five hour movie, or make it a TV show or something make like it a TV show. I, but even then, it's like it's so steeped in its own. It reminds me a lot of like David Lynch. You know, like he's very much of his own world. Yeah. And if you're not, if think about if David Lynch, (laughs) think about David Lynch made like a, an action movie. I'm into that. Like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, like a Jack Ryan esque action movie with spies and espionage and terrorist cells and all this stuff. But through the David Lynch filter. Yes, but through in all this weird, obscure shit that's cool, but... I mean, you're writing a really good movie. Yeah, but imagine trying to sell that to somebody. Yeah, you <laughs> To give you that. money for it. Yeah, yeah. And you see the problem. <laughs> can you imagine going to like Paramount and being like, it's Jack Reacher meets David Lynch. Right. Get the fuck out of my office. Right. I mean, that's that's... The problem with a lot of video game movies, period. It's just there's just a, a disconnect between what makes a good video game narrative sometimes, especially in the past, and what makes a good movie narrative. Yeah. Um, because video games are experiential and movies are a bit more passive. Yeah. But nowadays, you know that that divide's getting a lot closer than it ever was because yeah. I could see them easily doing a. I don't know. Um, uh, an uncharted movie. They are doing an uncharted movie. I know, <laughs> but actually doing it well, you know. Yeah, they could do uh, a good uncharted movie. They right. could do a good Last of Us movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even even Resident Evil, for instance, the um, Resident Evil movies that have already come out are just batshit insane. Yeah, but if you were to do a movie based on Resident Evil Seven. Or mm-hmm. the Resident Evil Two remake, yeah, you could have like a really good movie, yeah. Like they're like the narrative is strong enough in those and and grounded enough that you don't go well. This only works in a video game context. Like it's grounded mm-hmm. enough that it works. The issue with those in particular, I feel, is that they're very evocative of movies that already exist. Oh, yeah, good point. Seven is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. With some other elements involved. Right. With the Umbrella Corporation involved. Um, uh, Two Remake is essentially a a John Romero movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of cheesy, but some parts take themselves very seriously. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean... Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. But then, I mean, at the same time, if you're if you're a film taking influence from other films, I yeah. mean, better that than something that is like you know so insane that it only works in a video game context, you know? Yeah. At least, it, at least, at least, if you're going to take influence from anywhere, it's not other video games. It's things that have already established themselves as workable narratives. Uh, in a movie context, I guess. I meant George Romero, by the way. Sorry, yeah. said John Romero. John, who's John Romero? I think he's a designer. John Romero. 
George Romero is, is who I meant. I'm, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up John Romero though. Shout out to John I, Romero. I I uh, I referenced George Romero in a rap once <clears throat> when I was younger, and I called him Robert Romero. <laughs> Because like it worked better with uh-huh. the with the rhyme scheme, uh-huh. but not on purpose. I thought his name was Robert Romero, and I was like, "Oh, that works perfectly." And then, like I don't know, maybe three months later, I realized my mistake, and the song was already recorded. <laughs> Son of and a like, bitch. <laughs> uh, John Romero is actually a designer of Doom. Oh, okay. There you go. Alfonso John Romero is an American director, designer, programmer, and developer in the video game industry. He's best known as a co-founder of id Software and designer ID of Software. many of their games, including Wolfenstein 3D, Dangerous Dave, Hexen, Doom, Doom 2, and Quake. Yeah, see? It's all connected. Like a boss. It's all connected. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, video game movies, will they ever work out? I ask. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 get real here. Probably not. Yeah. Well, they're saying the uh, they're actually moving forward with the Metal Gear Solid movie. That's a bad idea. I think so too. You just illustrated all the reasons why it's a bad idea. Yes, but but they do have a guy who I'm kind of confident. It's the guy who did uh, Kong Skull Island. Who's that? That director who did Kong Skull Island. <laughs> not Peter Jackson. No, obviously. That's just King Kong. Yeah. Um, but that movie's not that good. It's good, though. And good enough to be the guy who helms the Metal Gear movie? Well, he is also a giant Metal Gear Solid fan. So I am confident he's shown his chops as far as knowing the lore. He's not just some random Hollywood guy who came in to take this movie. So I yeah, feel but like. Is he going to have David Hayter in it? <clears throat> Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Meryl. Meryl. I think if if you're going to do it, you have to at least let him have a cameo in it, he right? He has to. He, he has, has to. Or at least be a voice on something. Something. Be like one of the guards or something. Yeah, something. exactly. Get him cho- let him get choked out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't disrespect the boy. Not again. Not again. Uh, Jordan Vote Roberts is his name, the, the director. Sure. Okay. What else has he done? Let's see. Oh, look, he's guys, got a great beard. Guys, look at him. He's he's looking up stuff on his new iPhone. Mm, so good. He's got the iPhone 11 Plus. It's so good. 11 Max 11 Pro. Max Pro. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of off the. I haven't had a new one since the 10, <laughs> so I don't know the uh, the branding. Um, I'm not sure if these are movies he's directed, but uh, it shows it under Google under movies. Yeah. So Kong Skull, Kung Skull Island, Kung, Kung Skull, Kong Skull Island, Kung, uh, the Kings of Summer, successful alcoholics. Uh, they already list them as Metal Gear movie or Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Uh, Nick Offerman, American Ham, and Cox. Oh, he directed that. Apparently. He I mean, had, it's just a stand-up special, but right. American Ham is really funny. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know how much. I don't know how much skill it takes to direct a stand-up special, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I mean, I guess you definitely have to understand, um, like how to uh, um, like up the 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 laughs and and you know, uh, working with the material itself and how mm-hmm. to uh, make things look bigger than they are and whatnot. Yeah. Like you know, each punchline. Work, work and, with the theatrics of the. The stand-up. Yeah. Uh, Forbes, actually, in 
August of 2017, wrote, and I quote as a headline, with Metal Gear Solid, Jordan Vote Roberts is trying to film the unfilmable. Film the unfilmable. I got to agree with that. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. Just a really hard thing to do, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I'm bored, which is often, I'll go on YouTube, not you porn. No. That only takes like 30 seconds. <laughs> Once I'm done with that, Off uh, the beaten path. <laughs> I'll go on YouTube and um, I'll just watch like certain, like, 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 weird uh people have made careers out of posting youtube videos in which they just explain the lore of video games mm. and sometimes i don't know i just sit there and just watch for hours yeah just like people explaining like video game lore like like understanding the storyline of metal gear for instance which right. is a very convoluted yeah. <laughs> just off the wall yeah. storyline and having somebody like sit there and break like uh like when i when, when you got me um kingdom hearts mm -hmm. i only played i mean i played one and two and then i played um some of the uh uh lesser games i played dream drop and i played um <clears throat> excuse me i played uh 1.5 and like like some of the weirder games but they've made in between one two and three there's like eight games yeah to kind of like bring the and, narrative together and not only that but three makes it so that you you kind of have to know those yeah. stories yep to really pull it together so if you're playing On multiple platforms mind you there's like a mobile phone game yep, there's, there's psp game. games there's DS games. There's DS games. Yeah, yeah it's all over the place. And uh, it, it kind of pisses me off, honestly. It's a terrible decision. Yeah. It's a terrible decision. That's to, a terrible... to think that I'm going to have all of those things just to keep up with one narrative. Right, right. You, The right way to do that, which they've done for ages, I don't know why they didn't decide to do it with this game, is you sprinkle in stuff for people who did stay committed to these games for that long. Little, you know, little touches here and there, little yeah. hints towards things. You do the same thing with movies, you know, like you just you, you sprinkle in some references that where you'll get it more if you've watched. Oh, OK. Here it is. Watchmen. Perfect example. Yeah. You get it more if you've read the comic book. Right. But you don't have to have read the comic book to get something out of the show. Right. They should have done that same thing with that game. Yeah. Yeah. Make it so that make it so that people I mean three came out so far away from two that at that point you might as well assume most people that are gonna be playing three maybe didn't even play two. Yeah. Or if they did, don't remember two. So yeah. just you know, start from scratch essentially. Like yeah. give us give us a full download of what we need to know and make it simple enough that we can follow this story as like its own thing. Yeah. They didn't do that. The it's, game starts and you're right in the middle of the story. Right. And you're like, I mean, I knew what was going on because first I played those games, but also I watched <laughs> this guy explain it for 20 minutes, try to explain the storyline. Like, so that's why I like understood what was going on mm -hmm. and also playing it gave me context for it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, it's Why terrible. would you think that people would be... It, I don't I, I don't know. Terrible this, idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
anyway, I don't I don't know where I was going with that. Just the just 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 being on just just the, this. It's gonna be hard. It's very hard for them to try to uh, bring one medium into the next one, and I mean they're 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 working with some really difficult titles. Metal Gear Solid, chief among them. Yeah. So hey, good luck. Right. Uh, John, whatever your name Jordan is. Jordan Vote Roberts. Jordan John Voight Roberts. Mm-hmm. That's him. John. <laughs> good luck. Because Lord knows I want to see a good Metal Gear Solid oh, yeah. movie. Oh yeah. You know? That'd be great. I don't know how you do it, but I'm willing to watch it. I'm 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 in it. Mm-hmm. I'm in it to win it, bruh. I'm in it to win it, bruh. Alright, so I don't know how we got there from Sonic. Video game movies. That's right. Yeah. Which, by the way, um any any video game movies that you guys think are like truly, truly atrocious. Mm-hmm. Please suggest them so that we can watch them for the one reel in. Yeah. We're we're gonna bring the one reel in back and we wanna focus it on we wanna focus it on around a lot of video game movies. Yeah. Not all of it obviously, but we wanna focus on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. We think that would be really fun. So movies video game movies that you think are truly, truly bad, please suggest. The worst. Yes. Because yeah. that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, February 2020, we'll get that new Sonic game. Okay. Yeah. Movie, not game. Sonic movie. Yeah. We don't need another Sonic game. No. 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 Please. No. No, please. (laughs) No like this. Please, no. (laughs) No like this. I saw the latest Sonic game, and it just looks like... um, it just looks Sonic. It looks like Sonic Adventure with better graphics. Isn't basically. the latest Sonic game in like a, an Olympics game with Mario? Before that one, okay. But yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> it is. It's like uh, it's like Tokyo or something. Yeah, it's, it's the new. Uh, they do one for every Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> I mean, just doesn't really make a lot of, especially like, is Sonic ever gonna lose like track and field? You can't. The hundred meter dash. To Mario. Yeah. Imagine. To Can any you character. Imagine? I mean, come on. What are we doing here? <laughs> Who's faster than Sonic? I mean, nobody in, in his... Do you think Captain Falcon's faster than Sonic? No. He's not. Even in the game, he's not. Hmm. Sonic is the fastest character in the game. Good point. So, yeah. By the way, we haven't played that in a while, and we need to pick that back up. Oh. Not only because I need to get my skills back on... Terry Bogart because I got I got some thrashing to do. Fun to play with. Oh, you played? You, yeah. you used them? Oh, first night. There's Terry Bogart, and there's also Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to use yet. Yep. The uh, Fire Emblem characters, heroes uh, or whatever. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Anime boys. Yeah. I saw I saw clips of them online, and they look. I mean, they look like fun, but like I don't know. I've talked about it before on the podcast, like. What's really entertaining to me is like using cuddly characters to beat the ever living <laughs> shit yeah. out of people. Yeah. So, yeah. Not characters that look like they would win in a fight. Right. So, it's more fun that way. <clears throat> yeah. Paulina. Yeah. I, I love the fact that, that um, Animal Crossing characters are like some of the strongest characters in the game. That's just hilarious to me. I love that shit. So, uh, yeah. What else? 
Um, Death Stranding is out. That's getting middling reviews. Yeah. I yeah. Th- didn't we touch on that last Did week? We? I think so. Has it been out that long? I think so, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what... what Other things in gaming news? <laughs> Basically. Uh, PlayStation 5? Yeah. Yeah, that's still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's still a thing. <laughs> and... It looks like that freaky ass design so far, man. I know. You still don't think it's gonna no, look like that? There's, there, no, no, no. That's not th- gonna be it. That's not gonna be it. I, I guarantee you that's not gonna be the design. I'll put money on it. Basically, the, the, it's if not you haven't be, seen it, it looks like a fucking modem. It's a gross horseshoe that looks yeah, like it's, it's made awful, by Atari. Looking thing. Yeah. Really bad. It's not gonna happen. All right. All right. I don't know. That seems to be the thing. Look at you. He's so enamored with this phone already. I can't get off. He can't tear himself away from it. It's working, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> how how pretty is that screen? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> he's it's beautiful. He's been using the iPhone 7 Plus yeah. since birth. <laughs> since birth. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the uh the the life of no homes no home button i'm so used to having a button i tried to press it and it wasn't there how many times a lot you're gonna do it for a little bit you're gonna do it for at least another week or so you're gonna find yourself uh just touching the bottom of the screen called phantom button disorder you'll you'll get you'll get used to it though we all swipe you swipe up that's all you do you swipe for everything okay swipe up all right yeah that's the home button i'll get there yeah get there eventually you'll get there you'll get there Mm. there I'm trying to think, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to walk away until we've left no stone unturned. Mm. Mm. Feel me, dog? Yes. 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 Ah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was there anything else? Was there anything else we had to speak on this week? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Nothing, okay. No, I mean, important wise. I mean, it's all important, Marco. <laughs> it's all important. We talked about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that's truly, truly important, my friend. Yeah, truly yeah. important. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think we may have covered it. Yep. Global warming. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not? I mean, you know, no global warming apparently because it's cold. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Whenever it's cold, there's no global warming. Amen, brother. Yeah. So. You know where it's always warm? These pants. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap up. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What we had tonight for you. Tonight's brew was from the Hourglass Brewing Company. It was the 2 million bees and some hops. 7.6 ABV. Again, shout out to Troy, shout out to Caitlin, and shout out to the Hourglass Brewing Company for sponsoring tonight's episode. We really appreciate everybody's involvement, and we hope for a beautiful marriage of of, of brewskis and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, kids, you know what we do here, okay? We review beers and we review them from the heart. 
Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that's going to stop us from being truthful about our reviews of the beers. True. Because okay? that's, that's the only thing that we have integrity in. That's literally the that's only thing. That's it. Everything yep. else preceding this has been all a lie. Right. But this, ladies and gentlemen, you can trust. You're a sonic shill. <laughs> but I'm not a shill for these beers. You can trust us, okay? Mm-hmm. So, Obi, what'd you think? It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to sound like bullshit because they're sponsoring us, but uh, this this beer is actually really, really good. Yeah, it is. I like it a lot. It's very, very smooth, very drinkable. Yep. That, Yeah. Um, I was, uh, based on the name, I was kind of thinking it'd be a little too sweet mm-hmm. for my liking, just because I think, you know, bees, I think honey, and I, I just assumed, because I, I'm an idiot, that it would be, like, overpoweringly uh, sweet. Yeah. Maybe too malty of an IPA, but I know this is very well balanced. I got good hops on there. Um, just enough sweetness to kind of mellow it out and make it really drinkable too. I can see why they want to make this like their main line because it, it, it does it for me. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I, uh, this guy a five. Oh, five, five bottle caps out of six. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I tend to agree I tend to agree. Mm-hmm. I think, though, I think I would have liked it to be a, 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 little, a little hoppier, a little mm-hmm. hoppier. Okay. Because you're right. I mean, it was very smooth. Yeah. I think um, I was I was surprised, like you said, at how, like at how smooth it was. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's a double IPA, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a little. I thought it'd be a little hoppier. I I found that impressive about it. That that it was smooth. Yeah, for a double was IPA, as smooth as it was for a double IPA. True that. Because I forgot it was a double IPA for true a long that. time. True that. So anyway. No, no, you. I mean, you make a good point. That's true. I mean, hmm. Shit. I, I found that a bonus. I, yeah, <laughs> and 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 you know. Fuck. I'm teetering between a four and a half and a five. Mm-hmm. Go with your heart. Uh, I'm going to go four and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go four and a half. Mm-hmm. 4.5 bottle caps out of six for the two million bees and some hops. Hourglass Brewing Company. Think that's it, buddy? I think so. All right. Don't call me buddy, pal. Don't call me pal, friend. Suck my dick. This has been the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. We love you. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, patron your local breweries. Yes, drink local. Especially Hourglass Brewing Company. Yes. And have a beautiful evening. Yeah, try, try them bees. Yeah, try, try them bees. Mm-hmm. Try them bees. Savior.